So thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. Almost nailed it. I almost nailed it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Hello, people. It's been like a whole day since I've seen you yesterday. Yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, okay. It's confusing. It's... Well, you said you wanted I asked if you wanted that I way. I didn't. No, I'm used to it this way. Do you want it the other way? I do. Can you switch it fast? I can. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he messes with me. Of course, it looks the same to you now. Yeah, but now I know what's coming up. Yeah. Well, you would before. It just... Yeah. Take me away. It's a beautiful day. It actually is a beautiful day, people. Indeed. I'm glad that summer is on vacation. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are gone for summer vacation. Summer itself is on vacation here in Middle Tennessee. And uh, really enjoying the cooler weather. Showing me in you I'm free. You know, with the, the 11 or 12 seasons that we have here in Middle Tennessee, you know, there's going to be a lot of variation. Sometimes some will get dropped. And so if we can drop summer, that's good with me. There's something about the way your sun shines on my face. It's a love so true I can never get enough of. A bare face, actually. Take me away. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day for cardinals sitting in bird feeders. I got a story about that, by the way. Here, listen to the. people i stopped it now to take my three dollar headsets off my head okay wait there we go all right so <clears throat> hello people of the world hello people in the world <laughs> so every day in the morning i get up i have this routine i my cat wakes me up first and i'm like eh. 
you know, and then I feel like I have to go to the bathroom and I'm like, I don't really want to get up. And then my dog, he'll start jumping on me and wanting to play. And I'm like, really, I don't want to get up. But then I have to get up because we all have to go to the bathroom and then we (laughs) have to feed the cat because the cat will not shut up unless you feed him first thing in the morning. If you have a cat, you understand this. Uh, Yeah, you do. Anyway, and, uh, and then I go down and I feed my animals. And then after that, I call up this phone number uh, with the access code 45583POUND. And I'm on this phone call with um, with uh, probably 40 to 50 people every single morning. And the, the call is, it's free. It's a coaching call, basically. It's an accountability phone call for my company, Legal Shield, that I'm with. The irony is that I'm not even technically on these people's downline. <laughs> And and so this team, this team that I'm on, um, even though we're all doing the business together, any money I make, none of them are, none none of them are benefiting from it, which is kind of, kind of sad, actually. Well, that's not totally true. I mean, the organization as a whole benefits. Yeah, the organization as a whole benefits. The whole, when the tide rises, all boats rise or something like that. Okay, well, anyway. So, anyway. so on Friday, we have Celebration Friday. That's usually the theme of Friday's call. And, you know, we start out with our assignments from the night before. We kind of check in and talk about if we did what we said we were going to do. You know, whether that be share the opportunity with two people or add people to my list or, you know, read 10 pages out of a good book. Whatever it is. You know, it's typical personal development accountability stuff. And... And, you know, I've been on this call now for about, I don't know, three months, something, two, three months, every day, every morning, Monday through Friday. And so these people are getting to know me because I talk to them every day. And one thing that I I say is, hello, people. (laughs) And this morning, I I actually said, good morning, everybody. I mean, hello, people. And then later in the after the, the couple of days ago, I was in a Zoom meeting with these guys, and you know we're all on Zoom and everything, and and uh, I get in there and I and you know they want you to say who you are, so you, I say my name is Stacy Lynn Harp, Spring Hill, Tennessee, background Bible News Radio, whatever, and then I said hello people, and one of the persons, one of the people, the the person uh, hosting the call or the Zoom meeting. She actually said to me, hello, person, and she and she chuckled. She said, every time that I hear you in the morning when you're saying hello, people, to everybody, you always make me laugh. And so Randall and I, were we went for a walk yesterday after the show, and and we're walking, and Randall told me that, I, that now, apparently, I say the word actually a lot. So during this episode, there's a few things that I want you to write down. Actually, you do, so... <laughs> Um, there used to be, you know, people used to tell how many times you'd say, just so you know, but that, that was years ago. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Well, here, so here today, you know, what your assignment is, is to note every time I say actually, or every time a Staceyism comes up, which is, um, something like, like, hello people, that's obviously a Staceyism or, or, uh, or, uh, (laughs) Yeah, it is. You know, the tag, the hook that I put on every sentence, you know? You know what I'm talking about? So, yeah, you do. Like that. Just like that. 
<laughs> anyway, so Randall and I, we were talking. We're, we're walking and talking. And and I said to him, I said, I don't know why. Why I echo everything. I don't know if it's because I'm trying to influence you to, and I'm brainwashing people or if somehow I got brainwashed somewhere. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, but back to my point. So I'm on this phone call and uh, and and I've never met one of these people in person, not one. I'm on this phone call every single day. And so celebration Saturday, uh, Saturday Friday, um, one of the things that we all do is we talk about something good that happened in our business this week, whether it's you know, like moving forward in some way, you did some, you did one little action to promote yourself or, or your business to share, you know, to grow in your personal development. Because really, let's just say it, sales, entrepreneurship is all about your personal development. You learn about yourself you learn stuff about yourself like like you're like I had no idea. You know, I mean seriously, you have no idea sometimes like why did I think that? Why did I feel that? etc. So <clears throat> there's a woman on the call, her name is Lynn. And she always talks about how she is um tuned in to the Joy and Gratitude channel. And, and I, I laughed when, I laughed when she initially said it, cause I thought, well, that's funny. It would be absolutely hilarious to actually start a joy and gratitude channel on Periscope because nobody would tune into it. And the only reason I say that is cause joy and gratitude is like, you know, boring to most people. And yet I have to tell you that in our head, and this is her point, in our minds, that is where we have to go. We have to turn on the joy and gratitude channel. <clears throat> we have to turn on the joy and gratitude channel because if we don't, then we're going to be depressed, miserable, boring people and people that like nobody wants to be around. I don't know about you, but you know, when I walk in a room, people are happy to see me usually. I mean, especially pickleball, I get hugs and sometimes kisses and people are like, hey, I'll step out and you can play instead. That happened to me this morning. Um, you know, and they're like, they're just happy to be there. It's like you're there and they're happy because you're there because you're happy. <laughs> uh, but I have to tell you, the other thing, too, that's neat about this call is that <clears throat> the people that are on the call, some of them have been in sales and entrepreneurs for 20 years, 25 years and some are new, right? And so, like, some of the, the seasoned millionaires that are on the call, because there's millionaires on this call, right? And I'm like, yeah, I'm re I have millionaire friends. I'm re <laughs> not quite there myself, but whatever. Um, and one thing that, um, that the, the culture of this call is that instead of referring to, let's say, John as, you know, John, they refer him as Mr. They refer to him as Mr. Jones. That's not his actual last name, but but it's Mr. and Mrs. And I read somewhere that when you address somebody, you know, with a formal title in a business way, then you're actually showing people how to show respect towards, you know, the person that you are uh, integrating with, right, uh, and all that. And so. So I thought, you know, it's so not like me because it's like, you know, I personally, I'm very familial, you know, like if I like you, I'll give you a nickname. I mean, if I really like you, I'll give you a nickname. If, if I like you, I might give you a nickname. <laughs> if I can't stand you, you never get a nickname. Just so you know, I mean, there's that, you know, 
you know what I mean? And so, so I would say, hey, hello, people. I might say to John, I might say, I might say, you know, hey, old geezer, you know, I'm so happy to be in your presence today. Good morning, old geezer, you know. Like when I walk into my dad's assisted living, I'll say, hey, old geezer, nice to see you. I actually say that to my dad, just so you know. He loves it, you know, because he knows that that's my, my term of a, affection. Yes, Baldy is a good thing. See, Baldy is in the house. Yeah, he is. See, I actually have, um, you know, pretty much everybody in this chat room has a nickname by me in some way or another. <laughs> uh, so, but anyway, so... So I was thinking about that, and I was thinking about the culture in which we we are raised. And so I want to throw out this question. It's my question of the day. Yeah, it is. And the question of the day is, what job did you have as a child that you did, uh, and how did that job impact how you are now as a person? This, this question was asked yesterday at my first networking meeting in the morning. My friend Steph asked it because the people that go to the first networking meeting are all entrepreneurs. And she wanted to know how the first job that we had as a kid, you know, growing up and, and if we got compensated for it or whatever, how has that carried over into our life as an adult? And especially how has it impacted us as an entrepreneur? Um, and I thought that that was a very impactful <laughs> question because I grew up with a mother who didn't let me do anything, really. I mean, she didn't, she was such a, a control freak and perfectionist. She was somebody who, um, you know, I mean, she didn't teach me anything. She didn't teach me anything in, you know, like... Like, she didn't teach me to cook, right? I mean, she did not teach me how to cook. Um, she taught me how to make a bed, but that wasn't a job I got paid for. The, and so I shared how growing up, um, every Friday night, my mom would get the paper. It might have been Thursday, but she would get the paper. She would go through the newspaper, and she would circle all the garage sales on there, and she'd make a list of the garage sales, where they were, and then she would also make a list of all the sales on the grocery store. And then I was dragged with her all day on Saturday. We would go grocery shopping and we would go to garage sales. To this day, Bareface can tell you, I hate both of those things. <laughs> I hate them with a passion. It's like, no, I don't want to go to the grocery store. Will I? Yeah, I will. But is it, is, is it my favorite place to go? No, not at all. Yard sales? No. That's why I shop online because, you know, it's it's better, you know. I might go to like a Goodwill once in a while just to see what's in the book section so I can get something for free or really cheap if I find a good book. But other than that, I can't stand this stuff. And so I was sharing this with uh, the group yesterday and and I was trying to go, well, how does that apply to what I do like with Bible News Radio, as a therapist, as an author, and as, you know, a person who does sales with, with Legal Shield. And it occurred to me that the thing that my mom taught me was that, first of all, she taught me how to sell. <laughs> my mom was a negotiator extraordinaire. I watched that woman 
weasel, you know, people down from, you know, 50 cents to a dime, you know, she would do that at a garage sale. My mom would like actually, you know, my mom's with the Lord now. She's repented, I hope. <laughs> but my mom would, she'd go, Stacy, watch this. And then she would, she'd have like a dollar bill or like two or three dollars in her wallet, but she might have like the, a $20 bill too, but she'd have it inside. She'd have it all rolled up and she'd be like, pull it out of her wallet and only show the $1 bills just as an example. And she'd be like, well, oh, this is all I have. Or my mom would take, um, she would take the big dollar items and she would put it in her shoe and then she'd pull it out. (laughs) This was my mom. Bless her little heart. (laughs) Or she would take like change and she would put it in the change pocket and then she would like, like share it. Well, oh, oh, all I have is 50 cents. (laughs) Oh, my mom was such a con artist. (laughs) Uh, But she taught me what not to do as far as, um, as far as, you know, with people (laughs) and with, uh, with sales. But I also think my mom, if you're going to do the flip side, my mom also taught me a little bit about entrepreneurship because I didn't realize it at the time, but she was kind of an entrepreneur. She knew how to make money. She knew how to make a profit and she knew how to sell things so that she actually would, um, you know, be able to buy, buy what she wanted. So she always had her end in mind, which was to profit somehow, um, whether it was with Avon or, you know, slipping on a piece of concrete and then wanting to sue a, a company for, you know, a lawsuit because she fell down. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so what does that have to do with anything? Nothing actually has nothing to do with anything except that I thought I would share because today I got this letter. I want you to read this. It's from, just so you can see, it's from Card Services. It says this, Dear Stacy Harp, you know, when a letter starts with your full name, you're, you must be in trouble. Dear Stacy Harp, that's me. We recently received a credit card application for the Legal Shield credit card program in the name listed above, which would be my name. Thank you for your interest in a credit card through, and then it says the bank. We are processing the application and you should have a response within the next several days. Hopefully. You have, and this is why I'm reading it to you. You have received this letter as a precaution against identity theft. Should you have questions about this program or do not recall applying for the above reference credit card product, please call us at this phone number or write to us at this P.O. box uh, that's in Missouri. Again, thank you for your interest and we look forward to serving your financial needs. Sincerely, Card Services. So, Card Services wrote me and um, I thought this was interesting because Legal Shield has a branded credit card for associates. And so I figured in order to separate business expenses, I may as well get the credit card with Legal Shield on it. But I thought it was cool that in here it actually said that I have received this letter as a precaution against identity theft. So I'm curious how many of you 
when you have applied for a credit card actually got a letter like this because you know this is the first time I've ever gotten a letter like this just sharing so what do you think oh and then we're going to talk about that pony article thingy as well by the way I'm going to read your comments right now hold on a minute I gotta scroll back down okay wait there's lots of comments in here okay yeah after days of 100 this cooler weather feels good in the south yes it does um thank you for the super heart melanie the team here is great helping me too and they have nothing to do with my business that's great it's good see local people are good all right baldy's putting laughing emojis and how you come off to other people yes <clears throat> very true you edify yep edify people that's right uh let's see gina has nicknames green eyes doesn't not me oh besides paperboy my first real job was a 16 year old loading trucks at a seafood warehouse flatfoot says i actually used to work at that h and salt chipping fish and chips place yeah weeding the garden it's helping me to know how to weed now good gina that's awesome mama gina uh, oh my goodness, I circled all the garage sales and made driving to take my mom. Okay, my mom tried to teach me how to sew. <laughs> Said I had to. I hate sewing. You know what? My mom tried to teach me crochet. Nope. To this day, I cannot crochet. Crochet. Uh, your grandma taught you how to sew? Says John. Dr. John knows how to sew, people. If you need a hat or a beanie, go ahead and contact John. <laughs> Actually, I know some burly, manly men who actually sew and knit. I hear it's very relaxing, but not for me. I would shoot myself first. Okay. I mean, Taylor was a thing. Yeah. I mean, it still is, you know, instead of seamstress. Men are yeah. cooks and sewers. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they are. It was very common thing. Um, old girlfriend taught me how to sew on a button. But, uh, was that Susan? Yeah, it was. I sow and reap, said Sean. Yeah. You reap what you sow. You can rip what you sow, too. Yeah, that's usually <laughs> what I do, because I can't, I can't, like, stitch a seam or anything like that to save my life. I actually took and... sewing in, in school. Mm. I, I sewed my own purse once. I made stuff with it. I cooked oh. my own pizza in high school, too, just so you know, from scratch. Mm. Best pizza I ever had. Oh, you know, there's some birds that sew as well. But... Mm-hmm. Spiders do. Mm, it's more of a weaving, I think. Than a... Maybe so... it's crochet for spiders. I don't know. I don't know. But see, speaking of that, I have these bird feeders on my window. If you guys follow me on Instagram uh, or Facebook, sometimes I post my bird feeders with the cardinals in them because cardinals are cool birds i don't i don't know if you've ever seen a cardinal in its natural habitat but like the coolest thing about these <laughs> a cardinal in its natural habitat like in an acrylic bird feeder suction cup to your window <laughs> shut up <laughs> as you were what we should do is we should put some curtains on it for for the birds like 
Uh, I, you know what would happen? The doves. Okay, I just gotta say that. Okay, so cardinals, they are the coolest birds. I get to watch doves who come and bully each other. They knock each other out of the bird feeder. They like scoot. They then they lay in it and like they're like, yeah, this is my bird feeder. All other birds too. And I want to say, you know. You are evil, you dove. Out of order for you, the dove dove, the dumb dove, the dove doves. Yeah, turtle doves. And they're big and they're fat and they got these little heads, right? They're so irritating. And then there's these little birds, which are, were, they're beautiful. They're cute. They all, like, today there was like five or six of them in the bird feeder. I'm like, yeah, look at you. You're all sharing and caring and you're all eating. There's enough bird food for everybody, right? But, but cardinals are cool because every single morning the cardinals um i have three feeders on my window and in particular the two the two new ones the male cardinal will come in one and then the female in the other the males are red the the females are like grayish color and they'll come in and they'll sit there and they'll eat their little seed i'm like oh you know look how sweet that is but then I started really watching these cardinals, and what happens is the male cardinal will jump into the same bird feeder, or even on the bush outside the window, as the female, and he will give her a seed. They literally go in little, it looks like they're kissing, but he's actually giving her a seed, and she eats it right out of his, his you know, his beak. And this morning, I watched it four times, four times I saw this, and I was like, this is so sweet. Cardinals are like the coolest birds ever. You know, the girl bird, she's just sitting there waiting for the boy bird to give her a seed. And then they sit there and they fluff their feathers. And sometimes their bird feather on the top goes up. And it's like, it's just like so sweet. What I noticed though, is that I have never seen two male birds, cardinals do this. I've never seen two male cardinals swap seeds. <laughs> <laughs> and I have never seen two female cardinals swap seeds either. It's only been the boy and the girl that have been doing this. I thought that that was kind of interesting um, because it's very evident in the cardinal bird world who is who, right? I mean, it's not like we're looking under and trying to figure out what you are. But the, the, the boys are, are red and the, the girls are gray. There are no LGBT cardinals. That's right. <laughs> so I thought... Isn't that kind of cool? You just watch nature right at your window. You can see the aggression of the dubs, the little finches and how cool that they are and community. And then the cardinals, they're like lovebirds. They really are. They're just the, they're just cool. You know, I, I could literally watch cardinals all day long if they kept, if they kept coming up to my window. <clears throat> it's a couple's thing. I know it's so cool. Have you ever seen it? Have any of you ever seen it? I'm looking down because I'm trying to read your comment. But, but Randall, you've seen it. What do you think when you see the Cardinals do that? Isn't it the coolest thing ever? Um, I don't know about the coolest thing ever, but it's very cool. Um, <laughs> but according to sciencing.com. Are you going to mess this up for me? I'm not. Are you going to say something? Okay. All right. Good. No, no. All right. Uh, Hi, Annie. It tells us that. Unlike many other species, cardinals are monogamous and may form a life, may form long-term relationships uh, where both males and females share in raising the young. Male cardinals feed the females so they don't have to leave the nests. 
increasing their chicks' chances of survival. So even though we've seen it where it's not in a nest. Yeah. Yeah. But that is so cool. I did not know that. That though, is so cool. Though some live to age 15. Wow. The average cardinal lifespan of the wild is three years. Three years? That's it. So here, here's an example. You okay. Know, uh, for us all, male and female cardinals work together to collect nesting material for cardinal eggs. While the male may bring her much of the material, the female does most of the nest building. Cardinal nests typically take three to nine days to build and are used only once. While the birds frequently raise two broods each year, they build a new nest each time. Sometimes males engage in a courtship in which he offers a female seed even before they establish a nest. <laughs> he will then continue to bring her food both before and after she lays eggs. Male cardinals are especially attentive parents uh, when they have been seen and have even been seed feeding young of other bird species in addition to their own. Unlike the doves, which are buttheads. Very egotistical. <laughs> they, they are. The, the doves are. But yeah. The, My seed, nobody get near it. I know. Well, the, even when I'm done eating, I'll just sit here to make sure that well, so, no other bird comes. So in. now that I know, I, now I know something new about the cardinal. I'm going to have to start studying cardinals just mm -hmm. because they are so cool. I mean, and it, it's something that. You you really should get a window bird feeder, you guys. I mean, if you if you have if the ability to get one wherever you're at, whatever state, country, whatever, and you have a window that you could put it on and you could go fill it up, it is fascinating to actually so, watch the birds. I mean, it really is because they will find. It took six months for them to find my feeder, but when they found it, everybody knows about it. So and not. It, go ahead. I was going to say, so not only are cardinals straight. They're monogamous, <laughs> and and they both participate in making a home, uh -huh. but the male provides the majority of it, and the female is the homemaker with the material, mm -hmm. and uh, they both participate in raising the young, and and the male, as it said, will has seen not only feeding their own young, but young of other species, so... I haven't seen that yet. Um, um, I haven't know. seen him feed another species, but I have seen him numerous times feed the girl. And well, apparently that's a courting ritual. Getting let her know that I will feed you. You know, let, let's let's connect and start feeding you now, so you know that if we we hook <coughs> up for life, uh -huh. then I will continue to feed you. Well, I think I think that. At our house, there's two sets of different ones because oh. I've seen a smaller set of cardinals and a bigger set. And so it's... Apparently, the, <clears throat> the juveniles look like the female. They're both, both sexes are the grayish color when they're born. But... Yeah. No, but I mean, like, there's hatched, some of them are fatter, but, <clears throat> but it is cool. It is very cool. And, and it just, it's like, to me, that's like a God wink. Like, yeah. Hey, everybody, check this out. You know, the, the Bible says that the creation knows. I mean, God bears witness to oh. his creation. Um, anyway, so that that was kind of cool. All right, so it's a half hour into the show now. <clears throat> hey, it's free for all Friday. It is. and So and, even though birds weren't on the script, we can... Uh, you yeah. know what, though? I've always been fascinated by birds. Um I always have. I've always loved birds. I, I guess my maiden name is Parrot. I guess I've had an attachment to birds my whole life. But, but they are interesting. I mean, especially around here in Tennessee, in 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 California, 
You want to hear something funny? I was Marco Poloing Jennifer this morning because we talk almost every day. And I, <laughs> I'm on my way to pickleball, and and I got out and I'm walking in my car. I'm walking. I'm talking to Jennifer, and I'm like, it's such a beautiful day here in California. It didn't even occur to me that I'm not in California because it reminds this weather actually reminds me of California. But anyway, I'm in Tennessee. Cardinals don't live in California, I don't think. At least not where we used to live. So, whatever. Anyway, so hey. Two things first, Ariel Ministries. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're our sponsor. And we're very happy they are. Program Messianic Jewish Studies, July 7th through August 30th. And September 2nd, Special Labor Day weekend place classes. If you guys are going to go to Camp Shoshana, check it out. And they did get cooks. We shared that yesterday, so that's super cool. Um, and don't forget, you can go to ariel.org, you guys, and you can... Um, Save 20% when you use the coupon code Bible News on anything there in the store. You know, you guys know that. And I appreciate all of you who uh, support our sponsor. It's super important. Also, Pillars of the Community. Thank you all for being Pillars of the Community. In fact, I can honestly say that almost everybody in this chat room, Mia, Mama Gina, Dr. John, uh, Melanie, Sean, you guys are all Pillars of the Community. I totally appreciate you being here supporting us every month with a little donation. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Aw, look at that. Was that all? Awesome? Uh, see, see, that's, that's what I see every day. I do. I literally see that every single day. I see the Cardinals. It's just so sweet, you know? Anyway, but anyway, Pillars of the Community, uh, thank you guys for being pillars for your donations to the show, especially, you know, I really want to say thank you because we're not a nonprofit and I know you guys do not get a tax break because of your donations. Uh, and so I know that's a huge, that's a huge, that's a huge gift from you to me, especially those of you who've been, uh, supporting us for a long time and Tra and Tracy. I also have to say Tracy is a pillar as well, even though I, I don't see her in here, but she's been a, a long-term, very faithful donor to the show and <clears throat> really appreciate it. Uh, another way you can support the show is becoming by becoming a member of Legal Shield and get identity theft protection from us. Um, you know, you guys, Legal Shield is amazing. I have to tell you that, uh, you know, Sometimes it's hard for me not to get super excited about it because I hear stories every day because I'm on these phone calls every day about how this membership actually helps people. And so, you know, you guys can get a will, power of attorney, advanced directives. All, that's all included for 25 bucks a month, you guys. And we're actually opening to all of Canada. Just so you know, John, I don't know if you knew that. Uh, in a couple of months, we will be open in all of Canada, not just the four provinces we're currently in. Uh, so if you haven't yet got Legal Shield yet, now's the time. I actually told you this month only, uh, I'm giving 20% off your first month's membership uh, here uh, because to celebrate my one year anniversary. From my heart to yours, if you haven't done that yet. Uh, so just get in touch with me. Lastly, but I think even more important, Chapel Hill Media. I'm a co-owner of this wonderful company called Chapel Hill Media. Uh, Chapel Hill Media is bareface. I mean, he is awesome when he does video editing, production, storytelling, uh, voiceover, original music, and all for a very affordable cost. God has anointed Randall for sure. 
um, with these gifts and talents. He's been given way more gifts and talents, I think, than I have. Uh, but, you know, Chapel Hill Media, your story, exceptionally told. And he's not boasting about that. That's that's a testimony from people who've had work done by Randall to do that. So we're looking to increase his business. So if you know anybody who needs like a speaker reel or, you know, just video editing, a book trailer, uh, a little um, video for a website, uh, a, a maybe maybe a video of something for an anniversary or, you know, of course, Father's Day is in two days, so it's kind of late for that. But, you know, um, Christmas. <laughs> You know, there's a lot of different things that Randall can make video for. And so make sure you check out chapelhillmedia.com and contact Randall. You can also call his number, 931-974-1897. Well, that's not correct. That's not correct. Yeah. Apparently, that's an outdated graphic. On Never mind that phone number. <laughs> well, anyway, just get in touch with Bareface, okay? Yeah, I definitely just... need to fix that. Okay. So, Chapel Hill Media, your story, exceptionally told by Mr. Handsome Bareface. He's over there. <laughs> somewhere. Somewhere on the screen. So, yeah. All right, you guys. So, Lesbian Ponies for Kids, My Little Pony TV show joins in gay activism for Pride Month, which is what the this article over on the CBN News website says. Uh and I just had a friend of mine share with me that her teenagers actually enjoy this show together, which is kind of interesting anyway so listen to what it says here the ninth and final season <laughs> final of the animated series my little tone pony on the discovery family channel will feature a lesbian couple who take care of a school-aged character named scootaloo the episode titled the last crusade introduces the mm. same sex couple aunt holiday and auntie lofty in the middle of Gay Pride Month, which the program's producers call a happy coincidence. It's the latest children's program to target kids with the LGBTQ agenda. Last month, the PBS animated series Arthur featured a gay wedding. And the Cartoon Network, popular with children, encouraged its young viewers to celebrate Gay Pride Month during the month of June. The network is also featuring a line of Pride Month merchandise at its website. Activist mommy Elizabeth Johnston pushed back against the inclusion of the lesbian My Little Pony couple on Twitter, posting, Why must a show about ponies, of all things, have a same-sex couple? Just insane. Watch what your kids are watching, folks. And goes on to say, Ken Ham of Answers in Genesis weighed in too, tweeting, It seems more and more companies are jumping on the bandwagon of the war against children to destroy them by drawing them into depravity. And then that's it, apparently. <laughs> So I have to say, this is my this is my thought. <sighs> this is nothing new, people. You know, I mean, Randall and I have been covering this for like 15 years on this show. You know, and I don't know why people are getting so outraged about it. It's not like it's anything new. It's been going on for at least 15 years. Uh, we sat with Brian Graydon, who at the time ran MP3. Uh, mp3 mtv that's what i meant to say <laughs> he he ran mtv yeah he did 
And he actually was talking about how MTV was being, you know, used as a propaganda machine to integrate homosexuality as normal to to the culture, to children in particular when MTV music was, television yes was introduced well he didn't launch it but he took over no he took so. over but then but then like south park you know he talked about or was that kevin jennings that talked about that no it was it was brian yeah so anyway south park nobody wanted that all the uh focus groups were like eh, nah we don't want to do this um and they're like whatever they don't know what they need and we're gonna push it on them anyway and now of course the culture has embraced it and now um, i may get the the quote wrong but it was something very close to sometimes you have to show people where they need to go yeah straight after straight out of after the ball mm -hmm. but um but yeah this is horrible I, I mean it's 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 in my opinion it's horrible but to be outraged and throw a big hissy fit it's like all right, Christian people, what the heck are you doing to counteract the too entertainment little, world? Late. I'm pretty much. Uh -oh. the, this is my opinion, and that's all it is. I mean, <laughs> tuned in for my opinion and Bareface's opinion. My opinion is that the church really doesn't give a crap about this issue all that much. True story. People like to come in, they'll, they'll get all outraged about it, but really they don't oh, do anything man. about it. Yeah. I mean, we don't do anything about it. We're like, whatever. Eh, yeah. And they know that. And actually, when we were at the Glisten Conference, the Gay, Lesbian, Straight Education Network Conference, like 12, 13, 14 years ago, the same thing. They they were targeting all the Christian right ministries, and they specifically said, don't worry about it. They'll be outraged for a few, for a few days, and then we'll just go ahead and we'll do it again. They don't really care because they just give up. That's where the left is no. so, like, you know... They're on top of stuff. Consistent. Persistent. Yeah. Persistent and consistent. Now, you know, just uh, kind of whatever, clarify things here. You know, what people do in their own lives is fine. You know, First Corinthians 5, we're not to judge those on the outside. You know, those who are not part of the church. Those who are outside, God judges. What, what they're going to do with their lives is between them and God. And we have this dynamic, though, in proclaiming their particular proclivities and, and propensities and um, vices. They say that you cannot speak against it. And so religious speech, you know, i.e. You know, biblical speech, uh, is being turned into illegal hate speech. Um, so it's like, you can't say anything about what we're doing, you know, in our lives and, and really no, but we can detect what happens within the walls of your congregation. You must have, you must have gender neutral bathrooms. You must have, you know, you must have these kind of employees. You must, uh, you must teach this kind of thing in your Sunday schools. If you receive any, any you know, government assistance, you have to teach, you have to do this, you have to do that. Basically, you have to celebrate, affirm, and if you don't, keep your mouth shut kind of thing. So, mm -hmm. so where the church needs to take action is not saying that, you know, you can't do this or can't do that in whatever, in, you know, in your bathhouses, whatever, 
whatever, you know, fly your flags on your own private property, whatever, do what you want. That's, that's between you and the Lord. But the church needs to stand up when it starts uh, infringing on uh, what happens within the church, what happens within congregation, what happens to, you know, the whole Jack Phillips case. You know, it wasn't that he wouldn't, he refused to serve anyone. It's not one of those situations like, you know, segregation in the, in the deep south. It's not like, oh, I don't serve your kind here. It wasn't the person uh, that he first served. It was, I don't, I won't make a cake to celebrate, uh, you know, a same-sex wedding. I won't make a, quote, birthday cake for a transgender announcement thing as i just don't and then you know now on his third court case lawsuit you know because they're gonna bully him into silence you have to embrace you have to celebrate and and no (laughs) he doesn't but i'm gonna take a picture of you right now as you're as you're ranting bareface i'm gonna post this on instagram because lots of people loved it go ahead bareface rant all right so (laughs) So we're not talking about, you know, whatever, you know, people in their own orientations, their own whatever, that they can't do that. Do whatever you want with your body. That's between you and the Lord. Yeah, it is. But when they come and say, well, you have to, you can't, (laughs) you know, you can't say anything about it. Not only can you not express an opinion about it, but in your business in your place of worship, in your, you know, in your private school, in your, in your private home, eventually, you have to affirm and celebrate it or say nothing at all. And, and that's not right. That's, that's certainly unconstitutional. Ah, yeah, it is. It's unconstitutional, people. All right, so is anybody uh, like counting my stasisms, echoes, all that? Are you, huh? Okay, by the way, Monday, I am having a very special meeting with Shannon. You guys remember Shannon Bennett, the lady that I had on the show a couple of weeks ago? Her name is Shannon. She's known as the crayon lady. You guys remember her? Hmm? Do you? <laughs> you remember if she makes specialized crayons? Well, just so you know, me and Shannon are going to be meeting soon. And we're going to figure out a crayon specifically made just for Bible News Radio listeners. Yeah, kind of like a fundraiser type idea. So what I need from you all people, people, is I would love to know what kind of crayon would you like, you know, me to put together with Shannon. Because I think, I think it would be fun. Uh, these specialized crayons would be super cool, people. Yeah, would. And, it, and it's not like I didn't just hear what Bareface said, but, you know, just saying. All right. Butterfly. Want a butterfly? Okay, she does butterflies. So, but we we want to do something branded to our show. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm not going to do a logo one because that's too complicated with my logo on a crayon. That just would not work. But let me know what you think. Okay, people? All right. Leave comments there. Okay, let's see here. Ah, by the way, Wanda, hello, and Doug, thank you for coming in. Liz, thank you for coming in, Liz. I haven't seen you in a long time. And Chris Topher is here. <laughs> uh, Oreo crayon, a Bible. Hmm. 
Okay. Yeah, these are some good ideas. Butterfly, uh, pickleball, a gavel. Thought about the gavel, actually. And Rick's over there on YouTube, so. Rick, I don't, oh, Rick, I can remember. Yeah, you remember the crayon lady? Well, you guys, she is so cool. She's so sweet, too, I tell you. Yeah, she is. Um, she mm-hmm. has, she, have you met her? Well, you did on video. Yeah. yeah, what are we talking about? What I'm talking about right now is about Monday. <laughs> I don't know. What do you want to talk about? It's free for all Friday. So here, I'll give you now, Doug. Doug, what do you want to talk about right now? Give us a topic, and we'll talk about it. Yeah, we will. And we'll we'll give you our opinions. Yeah, in fact, all of you guys, throw out a, a topic. <laughs> uh, we were talking about uh, Bible News Radio crayon that we might have made just for listeners. Just so you know. Because I, I think it's kind of fun. Now, all of a sudden, the comments stopped. Yeah, they did. If you were wanting to make a sign, I was going to offer my services. Okay. Well, a sign for what? Like, a sign that says, Beware, Stacy Lynn is your host. Sweet and lovable. Uh, blueberry muffins. You want me to talk about blueberry muffins? Okay, blueberry muffins. Or, wait, or is that a crayon? No, blueberry muffins. I, I think, think it's, it's a suggested it's topic. A topic, okay. Well, blueberry muffins are awesome, actually. I totally love them. I think everybody should have one in their life. Topic of the day, how to learn loving uh, skills from cardinals. Yeah. I like the microphone idea, says John. Okay. Mm. Yes. Well, you know, I've had blueberry muffins that are really sweet. And I've had blueberry muffins that are not quite as sweet. <laughs> and the blueberries are more fresh. Yeah. Rather than what seems like simulated blueberries. I mean, you get the stuff in the box with the cellophane wrap, blueberry muffins, and... Yeah, those are eh. Yeah, he's not too cool. But if no. um, you go to like a, well, like a local bakery that makes blueberry muffins. Like the Spring Hill Bakery? Something like that. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Do they make blueberry muffins? I don't know. I usually get cinnamon rolls there. Because you're a cinnamon roll. Bareface can live on cinnamon rolls and pizza. Yep. I could. And root beer floats. Mm, yeah, I could. Yeah. But could. pineapple juice is a better beverage. And I what think. what can I live on? How well do you know your wife? Hmm? Well, probably French toast <laughs> and, um, and chili cheese fries. I don't know. I do like chili cheese fries. I do like chili cheese fries for sure. Yeah, I do. And it shows too. Mm. Okay, so back to here. Okay, so topic of the day. Uh, topic of the day, how to learn loving skills from cardinals. Gina, Mama Gina. See, Mama Gina's a mom, and she is so smart, people. You guys really should get to know Mama Gina. She is so, um, well, she's a mom. Just saying, all moms are smart, and she's super smart. Okay, so loving, you know, the cardinals, you know, they're monogamous. Super awesome. Yeah, they are. The man feeds the wife prepares for her Uh uh-huh yep or the bird you know you know what i meant the male thing and he always looks sweet and he doesn't care about her looks because she isn't as pretty as he is but whatever he cares more about the inside of her heart yeah he does yep because he knows she's going to give birth to little baby birdies that he will then have to feed and provide for Mm mm-hmm okay let's see what else i need a sign from god sean says (laughs) (laughs) Blueberry stains are a problem. Well, you shouldn't get stains. But here's the thing. 
even with blueberry stains, there is stuff that you can use to take it out. Or shout it out. <laughs> Actually, you know what really good is a good, great laundry detergent? Um, it's called um, Miss, Miss, is Mrs. Myers. Yes. Mrs. Myers, Myers Lemon Verbana. That's what I use for my dad's laundry. My dad's laundry is stinky and, and it's always stained, just so you know. Because he, my dad looks like, after he eats, seriously, it looks like half the meal is on his on his shirt. <laughs> you know, he's so cute. He's like, and it goes down and yeah, anyway. Anyway, um, Lemon Verbana, Mrs. Myers. You can get it at Food Lion if you're in Tennessee. Uh, it works awesome. It's, and it smells pretty good. You know, they have it in lavender too, which I'm saying, eh, not really crazy about that. All right. Any other topic of the day, huh? Eva is in the house. Hello, Eva. Okay. So, bareface rapid fire question uh, for you. Okay. All right. Pull out this card here. The greatest and most momentous fact which the history of the world records is the fact of Christ's birth. Who said that? It's a famous theologian. Um, See how smart I, you are. Uh, G.K. Chesterton, I don't know. <laughs> Charles Spurgeon. But I would, I would disagree with that. Oh, well then, don't, just ignore that part. Okay. I would say the resurrection. Yeah, see, Gina, you were right. All right, well. Well, you have to have the birth of Christ before you can have the resurrection. True. So, but... just saying. I know. Mama Gina got it. Okay. All right. Bareface. Second hmm? Corinthians 5.17 says what? Second Corinthians 5.17 says that the love of Christ, uh, well, uh, 16? Anyway. Nope. Second Corinthians 5.17, right? Right. Okay. Well, 15.16. Let me go through it in my head. Seriously, you don't know this one? Because we judge thus, that if one died for all, then all died, and he died for all, that those who live should no longer That's live. Romans. No, no, that's Second Corinthians 5, 15 and 16. Um, <laughs> gosh, what's the next verse? I don't know. I fail. If anyone is in Christ, he's the yeah, <laughs> Really? Really? You? This is like a common verse. You missed that? But. Oh my gosh. We've been sitting under your tutelage for all these years and you don't know a basic. This is a popular verse, people. I knew 16 and 17. <laughs> That's not the one I asked about. I know. So No, no, you didn't. This or 15 is, this... and 16, rather. <laughs> no, yeah. All right, so you can. Well, quiz... uh, okay, 14 and 15 is what I was. All right, you can quiz me now. Yeah. Go ahead. We'll make it fair. I'll probably miss two, just so you know. Or oh, you guys can quiz me. Or, or Second Corinthians Doesn't five sixteen. Yeah. <sighs> Second Corinthians five sixteen. You want me to answer that? Yeah. Hold on a minute. I'll look it up. No, it's still there. I have no. I have no idea. See, see. see I knew fourteen and fifteen. But I you, was trying you, to think. You, of, you have to come up with a popular verse, like Romans eight one or Psalm twenty three or John three sixteen or, you know, Revelation three twenty or Psalm sixty eight nineteen. You know, stuff like that. 
All right, go ahead. Any other serious questions you might want to ask me, your wife? Hmm? Um, What's my favorite meat, Randall? Do you know what my favorite meat is? Mm-hmm. Um, See how well you well, know me. After almost 30 years of knowing me, you should know my favorite meat. Well, you're a fan of, of baby back ribs, yeah, so I that am. would have to be pork. Yeah, it, it would. Well, it's not necessarily pork as much as ribs. Well, they're pork ribs. But so. They're good, yeah. So they are. It's because I'm Jewish. I love ribs. Yep. Okay. All right. All right. What's my favorite vegetable? I don't know. <laughs> well, I know what your favorite fruit is. You do? Yep. Your favorite fruit is a tomato. Probably. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. What's my favorite fruit? Come on. You should know this. Mm. Go ahead. You better say the right thing or I'm going to throw something at you. Um, favorite fruit. <laughs> watermelon no it's not watermelon okay seriously you don't know my favorite fruit no i don't really i, I really don't <laughs> i'll give you a hint it starts with an s <laughs> t you can't give these out in california How's that a fruit? Strawberries are fruits. Okay. Why can't you give them out in California? The straw. The straw part. It was a hint. <laughs> I was trying to, <laughs> I was trying to that's, give you that's, a... that's a strange You're having hint. an off day, aren't you? I'm going <laughs> to... God, he is. Oh, my gosh. Okay. What's my favorite drink? Ouch. That hurt. How about, like, good questions? Like... What's currently legal but won't be in 10 or 20 years? How is that a personal question? That's not a personal it's not, question. It's not personal. It's just, it's just more... We're like quizzing each other. We've been married forever. We're a model of Christian marriage on, to, on the well, internet. Okay, what was the we're, last we're... movie that made you cry? The last movie that... Did you just look these questions up on the internet? On the random question generator, yeah. <laughs> Okay, let's see. I am allergic to strawberries. <laughs> yes, I am. In fact, you'll know when I eat them because I get little spots on my face. It's so funny. Um, but I love watermelon, too. Yeah, Cantaloupe, eh, not too much a fan. Honeydew, eh, I don't know. The last movie that made me cry <clears throat> was a little movie I saw on the internet. It was a video on YouTube of the... Um, of the uh, of the autistic child that got up and he spoke in front of the whole audience and then then he sang. That's what made me cry. Oh, the um, um We played it on the, our show. We were gonna anyway. Yeah, the America's Got Talent whatever. Yeah. Can't remember his name. It starts with a K. Yeah. But, I don't know what it was. Yeah. All right, other other random generated question. Uh sure. Okay. I can do that. Um Let's see, push a button. What's the most amount of what's the most amount of people you had to present something in front of? Ah, oh, so the biggest audience I ever spoke in front of? Yeah. 
<clears throat> like physically spoken? Yeah. Okay. That would probably have been... Or presenting anything. Yeah, that was probably the... Um, it was a it was a counseling conference uh, that I actually did an internet safety presentation at. Uh, so there was probably, I'm going to say probably a hundred people or more, maybe 150 people in front of, in front of that, those people. Otherwise on the internet, it's, it's thousands, sometimes tens, you know, John says 450. Okay. All right. Is watermelon and cantaloupe healthy? Have not had any long time. I think watermelon, melon, and cantaloupe, I think anything God created is healthy for you. I think what we've done is made it unhealthy. <laughs> but I think watermelon should be eaten with salt on it. And I got some suggestions to put lime on it as well, and I, I think I'm going to try that. Put In the fact, lime on the watermelon. I probably should go buy some watermelon because I love watermelon, but Bareface does not like watermelon. How's that for a weirdo, huh? I married a man who doesn't like strawberries or watermelon. I like strawberries. You don't eat them. I mean, it's not my favorite. They're, <sighs> not, they're not my favorite. So pot. I don't know what that means. And drink it all up. Watermelon with seeds. Mm. Yeah, whatever. We'll drink it all up. You know, uh, I said put the lime on the how, watermelon. How many of you have ever eaten a watermelon seed and had your mom tell you that it would grow a watermelon inside your tummy if you actually ate it? How many of you believed it? <laughs> That's a joke. I didn't believe it. I was like, man, that would be fertile ground if a watermelon was able to grow inside me as a child. Yeah. Yeah, your mom did too? Yeah. What was it? Our moms lied a lot to us, didn't they? Sis, your mom told you that? <laughs> Gosh, our moms, moms of old were not very honest people, I, were they? I never heard anything like that from my mother. Uh, but weren't you a latchkey kid at six? Pretty much. Okay, then. Where my mother you? did tell me that she had eyes in the back of her head. Mm. But that's probably true. Cause... I wonder if only moms could claim that that fact. All right, other questions, Bareface? Random generated questions. Uh, what are some boring games or sports, and how can they be livened up? Ah, a boring game is Solitaire. How can it be livened up? Solitaire is a super boring game. I think the way that Solitaire can be li livened up is if you make a mobile app with music, and then you can play it. Play the music while you're playing the boring game of Solitaire. Super boring. I was, I was thinking just a little more sadistic, I guess, that if you don't place the card, it burns up in your hand, you know, so you've got, <laughs> you know, it starts to disintegrate, you know, <laughs> as soon as you pull it off the, the deck and then you've got so many seconds to place it before. So Dr. Baldy over there says, okay, wait, Sean said I believed in Santa until I was 12. I can see that. Dr. Baldy said baseball with hitting like hockey. Yeah, baseball. So like so like as you're running to first base, you know, the other team can like push you out of the way or you know, you're running between bases that you have to contend with like a gauntlet. So it's not just getting there in a before the ball gets there, it's going through. <laughs> he said yes. Yeah, that that would be pretty exciting. Melanie said like spiders. Melanie said spider solitaire is not boring. Okay. Hmm. Other boring games. 
I'll tell you what a super, super boring game is, and I play it frequently. Bingo. Oh my gosh. Bingo is like the most boring game in the whole universe. <laughs> but I will tell you, for people with dementia and Parkinson's oh. and have no memory, um, Bingo is, you know, it, it helps them. And there's this one lady at my dad's place where she, oh, she lives. She's so funny. This lady is hilarious. She is so competitive. I mean, just saying, she'll play four or five cards at a time. B6. And then if somebody else, like my dad, wins first, she's like, darn it, I wanted to win. And she's, like, really loud. She's hilarious, though. But you can have fun watching the other players at Bingo. Well, yes. That's that's why it's fun, because this woman gets so, like, into it. And the other women, like, when I, I won, she was like, <clears throat> you won. And they, they, give you, they give you Bingo bucks, which are nothing but a piece of paper. Worth zero. My dad always says they're worth millions of dollars, but they're not. It's just a stinking piece of paper, people. Anyway, so... My dad won, so he got five bingo bucks, and then I won, and I got five. And so when I won, and that lady got all upset, I decided I would give her my bingo bucks. See how nice I am? Yeah, I am. And it made the lady's day. <laughs> Every time she sees me, she gives me a hug because she loves me so much. <laughs> Shuffleboard with landmines. <laughs> That'll be funny. Without <laughs> it up or, <laughs> or deafen it up. Oh, uh, so there's a game that they also play at my dad's assisted living. It's called Cornhole, which I guess... There are tournaments with big prize money for... <sighs> that is a boring game. Hey, everybody. Let me get this bean bag and try to throw it into a stinking little hole. I mean, seriously, how boring is that? That's like horseshoes. That's super boring, too. You know, hey. What is the game that is like shuffleboard but on ice? Like curling? Curling? I don't know what that is. I I think maybe that's referring to (laughs) where... Cornhole is big in Ohio? Wow. Who knew? Curling. Yeah, that's what John says. Okay, so... Huh. Well, I play pickleball, people. And, you know, that's not a boring game. It's fun. It's a lot of fun, actually. Mia played it with me. Mia is, like, the only person in my audience except Jennifer that has actually played pickleball with me. Jennifer and Mia have both played it with me. You know who I'd like to love? I'd love to get on the pickleball court is Vicki Fitch. That's who I would love to get. <laughs> I'd love to get a pickleball and serve it right at her tall feet. <laughs> and then... And go, hey, tall woman, see, this short woman could beat you at pickleball, but whatever. Anyway, yeah, it is fun. And then Melanie, I'd love to take Melanie on in pickleball. Because Melanie, when it comes to baseball, is like super competitive. And I figure, you know, we're close to the same height. I could beat Melanie, too, for sure, to a bloody pulp playing pickleball with Melanie. Yeah, I would. Canada likes all ice sports, don't they? <laughs> it's just pickleball is generally not a contact sport, but <laughs> it happens. 
It happens a lot, especially if you get hit with the ball a lot. I got hit oh. with the ball. I didn't even get hit. I didn't get hit today. That's good. I only caught the ball once. No, I actually didn't. It hit my palm. It was like that. No, I did get hit. DJ hit me. Was it DJ? It was somebody. Somebody hit me with the ball. About a week ago, I was considering headgear. I got hit in the back of the head <laughs> with a ball. I got hit in the bridge of the nose with pickleball, and I got hit in my ear. Hit I've, on my ear. I've gotten hit in the ear and before. my ear was ringing for a couple minutes after. One of the women fell ball. down today. It was kind of funny. Oh. It wasn't funny because it was funny, but it was funny. Because it was funny. It wasn't no, funny it, was it was funny. funny. It what was, was funny, funny was... about it was she fell down, which, duh, hello, I've done that before. She's older, though, like probably in her 60s, 70s. And um, the More minute dangerous. anybody falls down in at pickleball, it gets silent. Yeah, sure. Every, everybody turns and looks. Who was it? Oh, <laughs> And uh, and then once we see they're moving and they're okay and they're okay, then everybody's like, okay, you know, because we actually one woman got whacked in the head pretty hard and knocked her out. I mean, she she ended up on the floor. They they uh actually took her to the hospital because it's like, okay, I'm watching out here. I don't want to get hit by somebody. Um, there's some vicious people at pickleball. I mean, viciously good though. You know, I mean that in a good way. So, all right. Yeah, it's. Uh... <clears throat> So, you know, it's like nine minutes after the hour. I know, but we usually go 15 minutes over on right. Free For All Friday. And there's six people on Facebook. Not All Facebook, right. on YouTube. All right. Why are you guys watching us? Do you guys actually like this show? <laughs> hey, why don't you all come to my house tomorrow at 4 o'clock? Just come here. We'll do, we'll do, this, do this again. We'll serve strawberries and watermelon and, you know, all that. With lime? With why not, why not? Uh, and we'll let you watch the Cardinals. So, oops. Okay. All right. All right. What? Oh, just wondering. I need to get a haircut, people. Which one? I don't know. It's my hair is an issue. Avocados. What about avocados? Yeah, avocados are good actually. It's a source of good fat. They canceled craft class at Community Center for June. Wait till July. They need 10 people instead of five. Well, Annie, I think you should, like, be the head. You should be the lead crafter at that. Maybe you can be the craft evangelist, you know, go door to door and just see if you can. If they closed it because (laughs) the attendance isn't good enough, people on summer vacation, whatever, see if you can round some people up. (laughs) I mean, maybe people that are newbies, you know, just kind of interested in the crafts and just say, hey. This is this is a good way to make friends as well as learn some crafting skills and just you know if it's if it needs a minimum of ten then it shouldn't take long to yeah Mama to Gina, recruit five people. Mama Gina said she, that we were gonna die when she shows up tomorrow at four. You're actually um, in driving distance, <laughs> <laughs> and you can come anytime. Just let me know ahead of time so I can make the bed for you. Okay, a Bible News Radio Conference. Ask people on the bus. I have another engagement for. Good idea. Yeah. We kind of dropped that idea last year. Yeah, we did. Um, Yeah, they're, they're, you know, it would be nice to be able to do some type of meetup for sure, right? Yeah. You know, um, tomorrow. Go big or, you know. Go big. Yeah. Where would we meet people? I don't know, the stadium somewhere. (laughs) 
<laughs> Fine people show up. Yeah, the harps are here. No. Yeah, they are. Hey, I recognize Randall from how tall he is and Stacy from her big hair. No, my voice. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Your hair, my voice. Mm-hmm. At least Jamie Grace Harper Collins. Um, I know. She's got a baby. Is that amazing or what? Yep. She's got her own baby. Our little girl is growing up. I know. She has. It's like I've become so attached to Jamie Grace. Uh, she's so sweet. Little League Stadium, Chattanooga. <laughs> well, we, we would have to stay in our area because of our dogs because, you know, they well, need us. Uh, true. But mm. We could bring them with us. Yeah, we could. We, when we went to Florida for we three can. weeks or whatever. I know, but we were staying at my dad's place. So we got to find a place to stay. Right. And what about our cat? Our poor little cat needs us too, you know. Yeah, it didn't go well with the cat no, last time. No, it didn't. Time. He, no. Gideon was not... In fact, Gideon, today, I had a touching moment with my cat today. He was screaming his head off. Meow! Meow! Let me me find the right music for the touching moment. Yeah. Anyway, long story short. What? Is there music? Well, I was going to try to find something, but... Okay, let me know so I can hear it. Something something touching, huh? Oh, for the, the Gideon story? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Do you, do you have a um <clears throat> do you have a uh um Well, it was the afternoon people. Yeah, it was. And uh the cat was screaming his head off. It was this harrowing scream of bloody murder. <laughs> like totally like like dramatically like he was dying or something then all of a sudden I said Gideon come here buddy he's like meow you heard my cry I'm like yeah I did come here little guy remember how I saved your life 10 years ago you were all alone and abandoned by your mom you had fleas huh you remember that meow I'm like, come here, buddy. He came, he jumped up on my lap. I was sitting on my green couch, given to me by my friend Diane at Pickleball. Doesn't match the color of the ball, but whatever. That's an aside. So, long story short. Hey. Sorry, it's only just over a minute. (laughs) Seriously? Come on, play more music. I could have looped it. Hey, well, you could. I mean... the middle of the story okay wait hold on i'll put, I'll put it on repeat <laughs> okay so <clears throat> this happened today so uh, <clears throat> how am i supposed to get all serious again <laughs> So Gideon, he jumps on my lap. This is a true story. This happened right before the show, actually. So he jumps on my lap. <clears throat> yeah, he did. And uh, all of a sudden, he was laying on my chest. And his little paw was wrapped around my breast. And tears came out of his face. And he started to cry. It was unbelievable. Dripping tears stuff out of his face 
I felt the back of him a little bit wet because his tears was just like flowing. The poor little cat. And so I'm just like, <clears throat> I'm like, what's wrong, buddy? And tears literally came from his face. I'm like, are you okay? I'm gonna give you a kiss, okay? So I gave him a kiss. He started purr really loud. <clears throat> and actually, you know, touched my heart to the point where I almost started to cry myself. Because to know that my cat loved me that much that he just needed a hug and he was sad about something he really was crying you guys <laughs> he really, it was so sad and you know I just hugged him and I stroked him you know cause he's all by himself he's just a cat you know the dogs are dogs he's a cat <clears throat> and then I gave him a kiss and he looked at me the tears came out of his face the drool came from his face I wiped him off, gave him a kiss on the head, and he's like, meow, and he jumped off, and he was better. <laughs> True story, though. Yep, it's over. Okay, you guys can use that for, you know, uh, for your bedtime story tonight. Are you a preacher that supports LGBT? <clears throat> That's a good question. Well, number one, I'm not a preacher. <laughs> I'm a woman with big hair. Uh, but no. Just like a lot of... <laughs> True, right? No. No! TV preachers. I do not support the LGBT agenda. No, I don't. I'm conservative. I actually read the Bible and what it says. I actually believe what it says inside here. <laughs> Oops, there you go. So, there you go. <laughs> you must be new. <laughs> uh, well, the thing is, okay, he was crying because he couldn't reach the birds in the window. Well, actually, this is, a, this is what happened when I first got those bird feeders. The cat got mad. Oh, my gosh. He got so mad. He peed on my bed. He peed on... Where else did he pee? He, he got ticked. He peed all over the place. And he peed in all of my clothes. Oh my gosh. He he was mad. We actually took him to the vet because we were concerned like something was wrong with him. He was just mad because he couldn't get the birds. But So we banned him from the bed. We're like, you cannot come in here until you stop peeing, stop peeing on stuff. Go back into the litter box. So <clears throat> anyway, there you have it, people. Well, Rick was... suggests we meet at Dollywood. Hmm. That would be kind of fun. You know... I interviewed Dolly Parton and also Heidi, her niece. And Heidi actually has a brand new CD coming out. I actually was contacting, talked to oh. her a little uh, while ago, about a couple of weeks ago. And I said, Heidi, would you like to come back on our show? She said, I'd love to. I got a new CD coming out in a couple of months. She actually invited me down to Dollywood, so that is very possible. Actually possible? Yeah. Oh, shush. <laughs> we need a bell. Ding. <laughs> Is it really? Did I actually say the word actually? Was that it though? The only first was that the first time all hour? Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Alright, what's the actual meter? I haven't been counting, but <laughs> John says an, no. I don't have an official count, but I know I used other hooks. Oh. Yeah, I did. Oh. 
Anyway, Annie but... says I'm her guardian angel. Oh. Randall, here's John said I need to give you the gavel. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Now. And do what? That was fun. Well, you're supposed to say, like, out of order. Just because you said actually too much. Right. All right. Just because you didn't know that Bible verse that I asked you about. You didn't even know yeah. about it. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Make Do it with conviction. Wait. Here is the base. It will be more powerful. Isn't there another name other than just base? Go ahead. Wait. It seems like it's just not hammer. It's gavel. Then the base should have some... Unique name as well. Okay, I'm ready for it. Order! <laughs> Order! You need a white wig. Yes. Like George Washington or John Adams. Yes. In my or opinion. like the magistrates and courts in the UK. Yes. They still wear them. He would be pounding it all hour. Melly <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> says, I don't even pay attention to how many times you say actually, actually. Actually, you're 20 minutes overtime. Yeah. yeah coaster. Yeah. A coaster. <laughs> a gavel and a coaster. Yeah, it is. It's a gavel and a coaster. I feel naked without it. I have a hairbrush. Yeah, I do. With hair in it. How many of you guys get hair in your hairbrush? Except Baldy, he doesn't. <laughs> ah, that was funny. All right, you guys. Hey, thanks for tuning in to this show, which was essentially about nothing today, but whatever. You guys enjoyed it, apparently. You know, got to tell you a moving story about my cat and other stuff. And, you know, your life has been made complete for the last hour and however long. 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, people. Uh, in all seriousness, I hope you have a good weekend, and uh, I will be spending time with my dad tomorrow because they have a a antique car show at my dad's assisted living. My dad loves cars. So it's going to be fun. I'm going to try to update on Instagram, show some of the cars and stuff, uh, and my dad, he'll be like, he'll be in car heaven because he'll be walking, touching them all and stuff and all that. My search says that the gavel base is called a sound block. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what, Gina, see, she's so smart. You know what, Gina, we need to make a plan for you to come and spend the weekend with us. Because when you do, then you could come on the show and be live with us. That would be fun. So, yeah, I know we couldn't make it to Arkansas on our way to Oklahoma, but, you know, you could come here. Uh, Because I know you won't kill me, so. (laughs) Love you, too. All right, Annie. All right, have a great weekend, Sean. You're as smart as Bing. Yeah, you are. (laughs) All right, love all you guys. See you soon. Remember, be bold, stand up, and go with God. Show the world that Christians aren't boring, stuffy people, you know, that we actually have fun, and it can be clean. Just saying, people, you know, let's flip the, you know, whatever, the, the image of what believers are. (laughs) 